Hey friends, welcome to the Made to Pray podcast. Where we believe you and I were made to pray. Hey guys, welcome to the Made to Pray podcast. I'm your co-host, Carolee. And I'm Lori. And I hate to tell you this, but yet again, we have had an incredible conversation off mic. <laughs> it was so great. So we decided we'd hit record and just go from there. No, mm-hmm. we'll fill you in a little bit. Um, we have been talking about just for ourselves and for our friends and family, the the need and desire for community and for um, for us to find our people. I mean, we're, this is a reoccurring theme, right, for all of us, I think, and on this podcast. But we really wanted to pray today um, for community and for vulnerability. Because like we talked about last week, I'm pretty sure we touched on it last week, um, you know, we need that accountability with each other so that that, you know, when we hear from God, it should be confirmation of what he's already said to us. And so often what he says to us, yes, it comes from the word. Yes, it comes from just time in prayer with him and us. But oftentimes it comes through what other people have spoken into us, spoken over us, spoken around us. There's so many voices around that it's sometimes it's hard to just focus in on the Lord. But when we have community, we have that confirming input from the Lord and from other people of what God is calling us to, what God is calling out of us, that he is holding us accountable to, that he is wanting to grow in us. We, I think, as a culture, are in desperate need of connectedness and community, and we can't have it if we are unwilling to be authentic and vulnerable. Yeah, I think that there is a lot of truth to that. And as Carrie and I were, like she said, we were talking um, in fact, even we had went and grabbed a coffee at the new, there's a new little coffee shop in our town mm-hmm. and um, for people to gather, but in talking about community, so kind of a funny story is I was at this coffee shop yesterday with my neighbor <laughs> and then Carrie and I were there this morning, but people are just longing to gather and commune and to be together and um Last week, my husband and I were even just talking about, you know, that people are longing for spaces just to gather and commune. And, you know, if you go to a restaurant, it's so loud. In most coffee shops, it's so loud. Like, you can't even hear each other talking them. And, um, but people are longing for places to gather and to commune because they're hungry for connection. And we have this false sense of reality in our culture now that because we have Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and all of these things and at the click of a button you're watching everybody's life or you can send a tweet or you can send a message and you just feel like you're so connected but yet it's a lie because you're not really connected because when you're hurting or you're depressed or you're alone or you're facing something right 
there's nobody really tangible there. Yeah. As, as a, as a community to help you, to talk you through, to pray you through, to listen to your hurt. But we have this false sense of reality that we're so connected right. to so many people. And um, Carrie had told you, you know, last week that she felt like the book that the Lord had given her was Ruth. And I was just telling her that my husband had bought me a book and it was, there's five different books in this one book and it's all on women in the Bible. So it's on Tamar and Rahab. And this week happened to be the one that I read about. I read about Ruth, but I was telling Carrie that one thing that just struck me in reading about that this week was that Ruth said in her heart that she was not going to leave Naomi. It wasn't an option. I mean, they had both lost everything. Yeah. But what she had gleaned from watching Naomi in her life and the hard things and the struggle and what she went through, she was like, I'm not leaving you. Yeah. Where you die, I'll die. You know, where you go, I'll go. But I was also saying to Carrie that watching Naomi, Ruth watching Naomi in the God that she trusted, which is the Almighty, the one and only, because that's the crazy thing about when you read these stories about these women, is all their cultures worshipped all these gods. Right. But one person in each of their lives followed the one true God, and they saw it. Yeah. But that was the thing that Ruth saw the hope in the God that Naomi served, and she was going to be relentless to, to follow and go back to her home and go back to where that God resided because she wanted a part of that. Right. Um, but she was relentless in the fact that I'm not leaving you. It doesn't matter what we go through. It doesn't matter what we face. We're in it together. And where I'm blessed, you're blessed. Where I suffer, you suffer. But that's a sign of community. Right. You right. know, she was grafted in. She was of a different culture and she was a daughter-in-law. So there right. was no, you know, royalty heritage to that because she wasn't a son. Right. You know, she wasn't of the same heritage. But the community that they created and the blessings that came from them sticking together. Right. Was just, I think, so symbolic of one that if we know the power of the God that we serve and that when we call upon him, he answers and we have a community, whether it's like Carrie, you have said today, one or three or five, it, it doesn't maybe even have to be the masses, but if you know right. that it doesn't matter, right. we're not going anywhere. Yeah. And we're going towards God together. Yeah. No matter what. Right. Right. We're relented to that is the fact. Yeah. So we only have one way to go and that's towards the cross and it's towards victory and we have to go together. Right, right. We link arms, you know, we, we we have the full armor of God on, right? And we link arms and we are stronger together. We're better together. Um, you know, yeah, I think that we think because we, we've talked countless times on this podcast and off, off mic uh, about about community and the longing for community, the need for community, the fact that we are created for community. Um, we also have talked about how the reality is there is a lot of people, whether they're Christians or not, who, who want community and don't know where to find it. Um, we've talked a lot about that. And like Lori said, we were talking, it would be great if we had, you know, a church or a small group or somewhere where we belonged 
but we're talking like that, that, that will come. Like, I believe that that will come, but we're talking about the necessity of having, you know, like we've talked about before your top five or three people. I mean, the scripture says wherever two or three are gathered, Jesus is right there in your midst. So we're talking about having close friends, two or three, maybe to start anyway, where you can have community, where you can come and be vulnerable. Listen, I'm not talking about a friend that you get to just have fun with and hang out. And then when it's a hard day or a hard season, you disappear because it's hard and you don't want anyone to know when things are real and hard. Um, if those are real friends, that community that God has in mind for you, they're going to seek you out. They're going to say, hey, where have you been? I haven't talked to you for four days. Are you okay? What can I do? We're talking real community where you're vulnerable. You don't pretend like everything's great. Um, or you don't even camp out where everything's not great. And all you do is complain all the time. Like when, when we're accountable to friends, to family, to a spouse, to a sister, to whoever, um, we're accountable in that we feel secure that we're loved no matter what. So we don't have to pretend. <laughs> and listen, that's really scary because if you're used to just always pretending, stopping that habit is risky because you are going to risk getting hurt or getting judged or having somebody tell you something you don't want to hear. But listen, that is how we grow. And we are still here we're still alive. <laughs> so we're still supposed to be growing. And for us to bear fruit and be stronger versions of ourselves, to be better Christians, to be better wives and moms and sisters or husbands and dads and brothers, we need to be growing and we, we need to know that we belong somewhere. That is like ingrained in our DNA when God is forming us in our mother's womb is the sense of belonging that are ultimately we belong with him, but he made us for community. And so we really want to pray um, for community for all of us. And like, that's a big word, but we're talking a small group of people to start. Mm -hmm. um, and if, if you think you have that, I encourage you to take a moment right now and think about the last time you were honest with those friends. Mm -hmm. The last time you said what you really felt without filtering it and making it look pretty or without laying blame somewhere else. Like when's the last time you said, I really messed up mm -hmm. because here's the truth. We all mess up. Mm -hmm. And if you can't go to a friend and say, I need prayer, I need help. I don't know what to do. Or I don't know how to apologize for this, but like I said something awful to this person and I, you know, I just, what, what would you do? Like, this is, this is real community. This is real friendship. This is real accountability when we can be honest with each other and we know that they're going to love us on the other side of that hard sentence, but they're also going to love us through it. Um, and I believe that God has people like that for each and every one of us that are probably even now, listen guys, even now in your life, you just haven't seen them or you haven't taken the opportunity to cultivate a deeper friendship with them. But we are believing that God will connect you with people in for and in this next season to grow you stronger, to grow you better, 
to grow you up mm-hmm. in the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's what we believe the Holy Spirit is desiring. One of the things that stands out to me in the book of Ruth and the story of Ruth and Naomi is, you know, Ruth knew those stories of Naomi's God because when she met her, Naomi had everything was great, right? Everything was great. She had a husband, she had kids, she was living, she was blessed. Uh, but Na- Naomi lost everything and encouraged, you know, <laughs> encouraged Ruth and the other sister-in-law to daughter-in-law to like leave her. And she wouldn't. And Ruth was wanting to stir up, like, remind me who, what I know from you is that your God is good. So even though right now you're acting as if he has forsaken you and you are all alone, I know that he is good because you told me that. Listen, we need friends to remind us who God is when we're not really sure that he's coming through for us. We need those Ruth and Naomi connections. And I I think that they're there for the taking. We just need our eyes and our spirits and our hearts to be open to them. Jesus. Yes. So we're going to pray. And we want you guys to pray with us. We want you to let hope stir up. Um, we just silence fear. We, we ask Holy Spirit that you would not even let those walls build up. Um, the walls of self-protection that actually end up causing us to be locked up and isolated. We call those isolated walls down in Jesus' name. And we believe, Holy Spirit, that you are stirring up hope and a desire for deeper friendships that will have the fun and the adventure and the laughter and the great memories, but will also have the deep conversations and the honesty and the healing Mm -hmm. that you desire to have in them and through them for each of us, Lord. We just invite you into this space, God. Mm-hmm. Lord, in, 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 the, in the moments where we have to analyze or look at hard things in our life, Father, we just thank you, God, that, that you draw near and that you, that you speak to our hearts, God, and you reveal to us the places that we guard our heart, the places that we protect ourselves, God, the places that we stick out our hand and say, don't come any closer than this. Mm-hmm. And Father, I just pray today yes, that so even nice. in our, our hearts, God, where we would push people away, Father, where mm-hmm. we would even, Jesus. I think at time as Christians, mm-hmm. we try to use spiritual words or holiness yes. to be justified in actions or things that we do. And you're like, no, just tear down the walls and let's be real. You're hurting or Mm -hmm. you don't want to repent or you don't want to humble yourself or that's pride. Lord, I just pray that you would allow us first, like the scripture, you know, taking the plank out of our own eye. Lord, that we would be willing to say, God, what is it in me, Father, that hinders me from giving and receiving authentic Mm -hmm. relationship, God? What is it in me that... um, doesn't allow you to come close holy spirit Mm -hmm. let alone to allow other people to come but i pray that there would be an ability first of all to look Mm -hmm. internally and say god 
I desire to have friends. I desire to have this community. I desire to be in community and fellowship with people that are going to make me stronger, make me better. And I, in turn, going to give that to them. But Lord, what is it in me that is yes. casting yes, people yes. away? What is it in me that I am not recognizing? And Holy Spirit, bring that to the surface. And I just pray that, that our hearts would be repentant, God, that our minds and our spirits would be open to receive correction and truth from you, that we can heal yes, and that Jesus. we can grow and that we can give. Thank and I just Jesus. feel those words that we can heal, that we can grow and we can give. Yes. And Lord, that is what happens in communities. And you think back about in village days, Lord, when there was mm -hmm. unity and, and people were tilling the land and they were harvesting food and they were cleaning together and they took pride in the area and the village and the community that yes. they had because Jesus. they were better together. They were stronger together. Mm -hmm. Lord, I just pray against the spirit of independence and self-righteousness. And Lord, that we would lay those things down, Father, and that we would say, God, we want our land to be healed. We want our hearts to be whole. God, yes, we want to Jesus. walk in abundance and flourish together. God, that we desire to see our friends in better places than ourselves, that we are expectant of the good things that you will do in the community. God, that if you're going to bless this friend, you're going to bless us. That God, what you'll do for one, you'll do for yes. another. That Lord, if you're going to heal or deliver or change, God, that you're in it, that our whole community is, is reaping and benefit from the seed. You know, whatever you sow, you reap. God, that we would begin to have a new picture of sowing and reaping yes. in our life. That we will have a hunger and a desire to sow the things that are going to bear good fruit. That are going to bear good fruit for us. That are going to bear good fruit for our kids and our yes. grandkids. God, that we would have a bigger perspective that God, what we what we invest in this community, God, how we show up, that Lord, it is a, an ability to impact far beyond what we can understand, but where it starts small, God, where it starts with the seed that goes in the ground, where it starts with uh, um, authenticity and honesty and truth, God, and we cultivate the dirt and we make it healthy. We take the rocks out. We put the seed in. Yes. We give it water. We, we make sure it has sun. God, we're giving the nutrients of life. We just ask, Holy Spirit, it would be the same in our lives yes. and in our communities Jesus. right now, God. That even if it starts small with one or two, God, that we we cultivate it, that we we want it to be whole, we want it to be healthy, we want it to be authentic, so that a harvest can come forth. Yes. We ask for this, Holy Spirit. Yes. Lord. We ask for honesty, God. We ask for integrity mm. in our lives, God. Thank you, we Jesus. ask for conviction, Lord. Mm. We ask for accountability, Father. Thank you. We just thank you, God, that we that your word will speak to us in the areas, God, that we need it. And we will respond because yes. your word is truth and it is life-giving and it is a light mm -hmm. into our path, God. And a lamp thank into you, our feet Jesus. and a light into our path. That it is directive. It is corrective. Mm -hmm. It is healing and restorative. And we just mm -hmm. say yes to that, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. We just give you the praise. We love you, Jesus. We, give you the praise, God. we speak blessing over communities, God. We speak yes. blessing over the houses of God in our community that they would have a hunger for holiness and righteousness. 
that they would have a hunger for the Holy Spirit to be welcome back in their facilities to create community for yes, the Holy Spirit Lord. to be allowed to cultivate in the lives of people to do what they cannot do in and of themselves God the church itself cannot fix problems but it can invite yes. the Holy Spirit and give tools and resources and cultivate mm-hmm. places for people to encounter you and to grow in their lives and Thank we pray you, for a return of that to the house of God. Yes. Holy Spirit, we pray that you would be welcomed mm-hmm. into your houses, into your communities to heal, deliver, to change, to set free, and that you would yes, be welcomed Lord. We ask that for us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We trust you, Father. Thank you, Father. We love you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. Just, I just keep hearing the Lord say to pray that we will stop kicking against the goads. That's a scripture in Acts 26, I think, where Paul's talking about kicking against the goads. And it's just resisting. It's just resisting the guidance and the, and the protection. Uh, the goads are... Um, I mean, in in our area, they're like, it's a very much bigger version than goat heads. (laughs) Like they are uh, painful when you kick against them, when you fight against them. But Lord, our flesh will rise up and will tell us to not be open, to not be vulnerable, to not have that hard conversation, to not, um, to not call our friend out on what, what we see is going on, to not be open for our own sin to be called out. Um, Lord, we kick against the goads when you are trying to prod us to go in the right direction. We need your steering. We need, we've talked about how you just keep talking about how you're the good shepherd and the shepherd has a, a hook that helps to keep us along on the right path, Lord. And, and sometimes when we don't pay attention to the hook, we need the goads. We just need your Holy Spirit to keep us on the right path. If we are going in the wrong direction, Lord, whatever it takes, get us to go back the right way. Lord, we want to have community that will call us to come back into the fold that will call us to get back on the path that you know to take. And so Holy Spirit, we ask that you would that you would show us when our flesh or our spirit is kicking against the goads is is trying to trying to shrug off conviction and call it condemnation <laughs> when we're trying to make excuses for our behavior or deflect fault or assign uh, ascribe intent lord we want to be vulnerable and authentic with you but we also want to be vulnerable and authentic with with each other with friends with community we want to have that that tribal connection that people know us like we want to be known we want to be along somewhere we want to be part of something lord but we don't want to fake our way through it. We don't want to social media and filter and take the right angle and clean it up and erase the distracting things in the back, all the things that we do on social media. Lord, this is real life and it's different and it is messier and it is harder, but it's better. 
Lord, help us not fall for the lie that the fake and the beautified and the cleaned up is better than real life because it's it's not it's not better and so lord we pray that you would stir up within us just more of a desire for community more of an open heart and open eyes to see the potential of what you've placed around us already lord we we've been We've been praying and crying out that you would plant us in the right places, that you would give us this community, Lord, that if we're called to be a part of something that's already happening, show us. If we're called to start something new, show us. Lord, if if we're called to reach out to a friend that we haven't talked to in five, 10 years, Lord, put it on our heart and let it not be dismissed. We believe that you lead and guide us. We believe that you have plans for us. And so Holy Spirit, we believe that that you have people for us in this season that will help us to grow, that will help us to be who you intend for us to be. We want to be who you want us to be, who you made us to be. We want to be in a position to use the giftings you've given us, to use the 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 wisdom and the insight, Lord, to, to be a blessing, to serve, to be part of this kingdom that is alive and active in the world today, that this world needs to see the light that you've put in us, Lord. And we shine brighter when we're together and when we encourage each other, Lord. So we just pray for a community that encourages, that holds accountable, that asks the real questions. And we pray for a willingness within us to be open and honest and to not build walls and to not self-protect and to not isolate when things are hard, but to actually be relational on, on a real level, be relational. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Father. We're so grateful. We desire community, God. We desire mm-hmm. a relationship with you, God. Yes. We just thank you for the power of prayer, God. We thank you that prayer is moving and changing mm-hmm. and active in our lives, Father. Yes, Jesus. Thank you for the power of agreement. Mm-hmm. That would be so good. Yes, Lord. Give you the praise to Thank you, Jesus. Mm. I've been, I know, again, still, (laughs) same thing. I've been in Isaiah 60 this week, and it's just been so good. Um, I just, I won't read the whole thing, but I wanted to close with reading just a few verses in the Amplified Version. Isaiah 60, starting with verse 1. Arise from spiritual depression to a new life. Shine, be radiant with the glory and brilliance of the Lord. For your light has come, and the glory and brilliance of the Lord has risen upon you. For in fact, darkness will cover the earth, and deep darkness will cover the peoples. But the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory and brilliance will be seen on you. Lift your eyes around you and see. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons will come from far away, and your daughters will be looked after at their side. Then you will see and be radiant, and your heart will tremble with joy and rejoice, because the abundant wealth of the seas will be brought to you. The wealth of the nations will come to you. It just goes on. It's such a powerful uh, chapter in Isaiah to read. Um 
in verse 15, it says, he's talking about Jerusalem. Uh, he says, whereas you have been abandoned and hated with no one passing through, I will make you an object of pride forever, a joy from generation to generation. I just wanted to really pray that over us, that the light of God will shine brighter in us, that people who are in darkness, the darkness that is all around us in our world right now, that, that as hard as that is, as hard as the situations that many of us are fighting through, when it's darker, the light shines brighter. So we're so grateful for that. And the end result, Lord, we believe and we stand on this promise will be joy from generations to generations. Lord, we decree that. We declare that to be true today, Lord, that we will begin to see the light of the Lord shine brighter and that there will be joy poured out mm -hmm. from generations to generations. Mm -hmm. And we know that that happens when we come together. And so, Lord, we just thank you for community. We thank you for the community here in prayer together, Lori and I and our listeners. Mm -hmm. But, Lord, we are, we are believing for in real life community to happen for each of us, Lord. And we, 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 we promise and we dedicate to keep our eyes and our, and our hearts open to that this week. We believe that you will show us exactly who to connect to, where to connect. Lord, we're believing that you will lead and guide us into the community that our hearts have been longing for. And we thank you for that in Jesus name. Amen. All right, guys, that's it for this week. We believe that God is working. We believe that he does have community for us, that it, you know, that might look like somewhere on a Sunday in a church building that might look like walking with a friend and getting coffee. That might look like a prayer group or a small group or a Bible study or a, you know, a group of work friends that you hang out with or do a book club, or it can look so many different ways. We're not limited in thinking just churchy ways. Mm -hmm. um, we believe God wants community in all different aspects, but wherever it is, we're believing that what he's sowing in you is a desire and a longing for authentic friendships and authentic community where we can hold each other accountable and help see growth and fruit in each other that we haven't seen yet in our relationships. Um, so we believe this is a year of abundant friendship and abundant um, community to come forth and that God would move through it. And we're excited. Amen. Amen. Have a great week. Be blessed.